Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Nowhere. Today we're focusing on Kuji with Nick Quise from Way White. Thanks, thanks for, for joining me, mate. Appreciate it, mate. How thanks are you? for having me. Yeah, really well, really well, thanks. So, start of 2022, how, how are you predicting the year? Mate, I'm, I'm seeing some really good signs already, yeah. Um, buyer inquiries picked up a lot, uh, I think, since the end of last year, and I'm forecasting a pretty strong first quarter. Um, our team and our business are already starting to see the cogs in motion for the market, yeah. already starting to see some deals go through, so awesome. I think that's a good sign for, for the first quarter anyways. You know, we're keeping top of mind there's an election coming up in April, May time, yeah. um, and I think that can traditionally slow the market down a little bit. You know, buyers and sellers just kind of sit on their hands and you know, wait for change in a way. Sure. So I feel as though, you know, uh, the first quarter is, is probably gonna be the strongest quarter or the strongest half of the year anyways, yeah. Awesome. And yeah, there's always those people that are, I guess, waiting to try and time the market. What would your advice be to those people? Look, I think, and this is what I say to all my clients, when you see the right property and you're financially approved and ready to buy, buy the property. You know, I wouldn't be waiting for the peak or the bottom um, because it's usually six months too late to work out either of those, you know, whether it is the peak or the bottom. So yeah. if you see the right property that you do want to buy is, is getting take there, action. take action um, and go for it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, maybe to start us off, just a little bit about yourself, how you got into real estate. Yeah, so... Um, uh, me originally, I'm from the Northern Beaches. Um, yeah. I, uh, I started in real estate about 10 years ago now. Um, kind of fell into it in many ways, like a lot of us. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, I went to university, went and traveled, came back from overseas, and then um, kind of just yeah, fell into it working down at McGrath. Mm -hmm. um, since then, uh, changed over and opened up my own office, uh, Waverley and Coogee Ray White, so Ray White Eastern Beaches, uh, with a couple of business partners. So um, yeah, as I said, like many of us, f fell into it in a way, and. Um, here I am, sort of 10, 11 years later, loving it and, you know, with my own offices. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. And could you itself, how long have you, I guess, been focused on that specific area? Well, I originally started in Coogee. Um, my, my first office and my first job in the industry was in Coogee. Um, so I just kind of gravitated towards that area. So I've been doing that since day one of real estate, really. Yeah, um, even since moving from the Northern Beaches, uh, sort of two or three years into, into the career, I, I moved to Coogee and, and I still reside in the suburb as well. Yeah, and yeah. myself as well. It's a beautiful place to live. It is, no, we're very lucky. Very and lucky. I guess in terms of demographic, what would you say the typical demographic is for the people that live in Coogee? Demographic, look, I've actually seen it change a little bit as well over the time that I've lived there. Um, I feel as though uh, it is, uh, you know, the demographics moving more and more down the coastline, you know, from Bondi to Clovelly, now to Coogee. And there's a couple of factors that I think have been catalysts for that. But demographic, you know, there's a lot of young people. Um, there, there is young, you know, executive type people as well. But, you know, coastal lovers and beach lovers, um, young families, there's some great schools there. Um, and it is easy access to get to the beach or to get up to Bondi Junction. It's a little bit farther away out of that hustle and bustle of that Bondi, Bondi Junction kind of, so precincts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm finding uh, more and more people moving from maybe your Bondi's to your Coogee's or you know, your little surrounding pockets in Coogee. And would you say it's much cheaper to live in Coogee rather than Bondi? Or? Look, I think traditionally that's what people thought, but you know, if we're talking about the housing market, you know, there's not a lot of houses in Coogee. So whenever these houses come to market, there's always such a strong demand for them. Yeah. And we sold a couple of properties last year, went on the market, you know, 10 days, boom, they're done, four days, bang, they're sold because there is that demand because they it is tightly held with the housing sector. So to answer your question, yeah, Bondi is probably more expensive, but it's not, 
the gap in the delta isn't as large as what it used to be. Sure. I think Coogee's starting to catch up, yeah. Okay. Especially if you're getting down towards South Coogee, you know, I think that was undervalued for a long time. Um, now those coastal properties are you know, seeing some really, really strong increases over the last 12 months. And then we're seeing people getting even pushed out of the Coogee market further down to Maroubra. Going down to Maroubra. North yeah. Maroubra now is now you know, the new South Coogee in a way. You know, you've got those pockets around Lurline Bay, which again, were quite undervalued. Um, you know, your Torrington Road, your Inman Street, your Wilson Street, which now, you know, they're seeing some really strong prices. Um, which again, it's just that, that movement all the way down the coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess in terms of record, what is the suburb record for a home in Coogee? Suburb record is just under 13 million. Um, it was a, a property in Gordons Avenue. Um, so that's for the suburb record for the, uh, for the Coogee housing market. Um, you mentioned it's obviously a good place for like young families. It's got good schools, it's near the beach. What else would you say draws people to want to live in Coogee? Um, I think what draws people to Coogee is um, the, relaxing, the, the relaxing type feeling and vibe that is down there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, me personally, what gravitated me there is, you know, you have the beach, like you said, it's got great cafes, very local community as well, and the feeling of that sort of local community type vibe. I know? totally agree with that. I moved from Bondi to Coogee. Interesting, And yeah. it's like Bondi, it feels like everyone's in their own sort of world. Yeah. Move to Coogee, you feel like you're part of something, like a community. Yeah, I love that, being part of something. And I think people want to be part of something that's bigger than just themselves and have that sense of community. You know, walking down the road, you know, you say day to a mate who just met your neighbour or, you know, you bump into people everywhere. And I think when people get the sense that this is their, you know, community and this is their living area and, you know, this is, I guess, a place that they love, yeah. and then that just kind of adds to it. So I think that, that sense of community is really strong in the area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that will reflect on if people move into Coogee, it's very rare they actually move out to somewhere else. 100%, exactly right. Yeah. They're usually just kind of bouncing around between, you know, they might start in a, a great two-bedroom apartment and then they you know, move to the semi, then they're trying to find the freestanding house, all in that little, you know, precinct, really. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, what are the schools in the, in the catchment area? Local schools, um, you've got Coogee Public, um, so that's on the corner of Byron Street and Coogee Bay Road. Uh, great little school, uh, not a large school in any way, it's quite small. Um, so yeah, always has very good reviews and you know great teaching staff there as well. Um, mm. And then you've got the Catholic school, which is on Coogee Bay Road, just up from where the, um, uh, where the, the Woolworths precinct is as well, the Woolworths yeah. building, so just there. That's a very, very small school. Uh, Catholic co-ed school as well, yeah. yeah. So they're your main schools. You've got Coogee Prep, um, which is up more in Randwick. Uh, which is on um, Allison Road in Randwick, but um, you, you could use schools of those two. Yeah, yeah awesome. schools. Okay. Um, and I guess in terms of like top performing streets in terms of growth, mm. which, which would you say they are? Top performing streets in terms of growth, look, um, you can't go past Gordon Avenue. Um, they're, 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 that's probably the best street in Coogee, I'd say. Yeah. Incredible properties along that shoreline there, which looks directly over Gordon's Bay. Um, even though it is a bit Clavelli, it's actually a Coogee address there. Okay. Um, some of the most spectacular houses I've ever seen. Um, then you've also got Beach Street as well, just behind there, which is an array of bigger land size. So they've got nice big block sizes there and good sized semis. So those two streets are the premier streets. Um, if we look at apartments, then you know you can never go past you know Wolseley Road, 
Wellesley Road as well from, from a housing point of view too. Again, a really, really great street. Uh, always known to be you know, one of the premier streets in Coogee too. Um, and you're just across from, from the park there. But that, that Wellesley Road area is probably heading towards South Coogee too. Yeah. Um, but you know, Coogee is such an amazing area that you, know, you can even look at some of the, uh, the back streets like around Melody Street or um, you know, even uh, you know, a couple of streets, Mount Street as well, whilst it's a little bit busier. They've got different pockets which you know, might have a great park or you know, great access to you know, a good dog park for the, for the dogs and for the family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a couple of amazing streets, but if, we, if we're thinking about the coastline and views, I think those, you know, Wolsey Road, Gordon and Beach are probably the premier. For sure. Yeah. And you're never going to get built out for the views. No, not at all. And I guess to wrap us up, like, what do you see for the future of Coogee? What I see for the future is pretty similar growth um, patterns from what we've seen in the past. Yeah. I do really feel like there's more movement coming down from your Bondi's and that gap is kind of getting bridged a little bit more and more every year. Um, again, there is a lot of development happening in Coogee, so there are a lot of apartments. However, you know, I think the houses will become more and more sought after. You know, it just comes back to supply and demand, right? There's not a lot of them, and when they come to market, they'll always sell strongly. I think they're gonna sell more and more strongly. Um, look, it's encouraging to see good development down there. Um, I know personally, myself, you know, I see, you know, you know new, new, new buildings being built in terms of you know apartments and they're all quite high-end and luxury because these developers and builders know that they can do a luxury high-end finish and actually get the return on that sure. i think that's really people important. want to live there people want to live there you know there's a strong demand for it and they know that they can you know do premium high quality finishes and going to get you know people paying absolute top dollar for for these types of products based on you know my sales and recent sales in the areas and you know these big you know, record prices that we're seeing. Yeah. yeah, awesome. And I think one more thing to touch on yeah. is obviously when it comes to negotiation, the last piece of the puzzle, a lot of people, I guess, have a hiccup on that piece. Mm. What's one tip that you could give to buyers out there to be more successful when it comes to negotiation? For buyers, I think a lot of it comes back to confidence. Yeah, yeah, I think confidence is super critical when negotiating. Um, I think confidence actually comes from product knowledge. It's about knowledge and knowing, knowing what you're what actually, yeah, what it's worth. Yeah. You know, how do you do that? It's about research, it's about understanding the market, it's about understanding trend. Um, there's obviously an emotional factor which comes into play, which is easy for someone to say, just push that aside. Mm -hmm. But it's really just about knowing the product. You know, you can't negotiate on something you don't know at the back of your hand. And for me, product knowledge in my business is so critical. And for my team, it's something I push really hard because, you know, if we know that product and what that's worth, then we can, we can, we can actually negotiate from a point of power. Yeah. From, from a buyer's point of view, I think it's about understanding that product as best as possible, knowing the land size, what else is sold with that land size, beds, baths, finishes, who is the architect, you know, and then understanding also the agent, how the agent performs and how they act. Whether they sell things quickly, whether they go to auction, how do you stop that? You know, if they do, you tend to go to auction yeah. and what that process looks like. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I think that's some gold for people there. Too easy. Really appreciate your time. Too easy, mate. Thanks, Thanks. mate. Thanks. Thanks.